I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, sinners. How you doing? I'm Sean. I'm Shannon. And this, believe it or not, is our first bonus content episode. Turns out that uh, Shannon and I uh, did a little uh, episode on Leprechaun, and we figured, let's release it with our Jaws 2. This way, once you're done with Jaws 2 and you just can't get enough of us, you can roll right into Leprechaun, because it's a pretty quick quick episode at about 45 minutes. Yeah, it was a short movie, so honestly, it was a short conversation. It was pretty simple as that, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, but... Um, but yeah, we realized it was a shorter episode, and you know, why not just release it this week? I don't know. You, you recognize the irony of Leprechaun, and we just said short four <laughs> times. <laughs> Enjoy! <laughs> South Dakota, whose luck may have just run out. It's out. 
the crate. Leprechaun! Oh, 1993's Leprechaun. Everything about this movie is offensive to my Irish heritage. <laughs> it, it kind of is, actually. <laughs> no, I love it. I absolutely love it. That is, that's actually the part that I find the most endearing of this movie. I mean, the first guy who shows up and he's like, Hey, where's me wife? I, 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 I've lost me shamrock. Oh, this leprechaun's trying to kill me. <laughs> I, I was dining out on because that. Because he stole his gold. <laughs> I knew nothing uh, about the Leprechaun heritage, <laughs> or not heritage, but the Leprechaun lore, so this was very uh, enlightening for me. But yeah, alright, so Sinners, we're doing Leprechaun 1993, Jennifer Aniston's first movie, directed by Mark, Mark Jones. Jones. Mark Jones. Um, a screenplay by Mark, jo Mark Jones as well. And, um, all right, Shannon, what was, what, 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 on the scale of one to ten, where's your love for Leprechaun? Okay, so I just had to do a little explaining, because I feel like people, uh, before I get into my opinion, people definitely will look at it now, and I feel like even some videos that you watch now, what they look like the younger folk, if you will, um, they look back and they're definitely like, what the fuck is this movie? So, yeah, and they would no. be right. <laughs> they, I mean, yes, but there is an explanation for that. <laughs> but my opinion... Uh, so, originally when I first saw this movie, you know, I was still at the age where I'm, like, walking down the block to the video store, renting all the horror movies. So, I definitely... So, that's when I... Pretty sure that was my first experience it, watching it, like just you know, like with some friends or whatever. And we remember loving it. Like it was just it, it, it's it, a product we, of its time. We, yeah, a product yeah. of its time. We accepted it for what it was. It it, it, it was funny and, and and you know just you know it was it was like kind of simple in a way. You know, like there, it's it's one setting, one little house. Uh, it, you oh. know, if you will. There's a couple other scenes in other locations. I didn't realize how little people actually die in the film. <laughs> it was PG-13. Yeah. Which was shocking to me. I thought it, I thought for sure that it was R. And that's, well, that's where it goes like a little back and forth. So that's where the whole, what the fuck is this movie? So Mark Jones wrote this movie and wanted to direct it and, and go into it as a horror movie, right? Yes. They, uh, you know, Warwick Davis uh, gets the role of the leprechaun. You know, he's, you know, if you don't remember him, he's from Willow. Um, you know, at the time, I think he was straight from uh, the Star Wars films playing Wicket as the Ewok. Yep. yep. Um, you know, so he, you know, he was um, already, like, impressive to certain people that wanted to make movies um, as far as little people go and um, things like that. So he did have a little bit of a, of, uh, of a repertoire, I think, at the time. So... He, when he's honing in on the story and the character and, you know, trying to build his own, like, way of looking at it, he convinced Mark Jones to make it a little bit more funny. So he was kind of thinking more along the lines of, like, Gremlins. Like, Gremlins. Yeah, I could so, see Because Gremlins, I mean, there's definitely some funny parts in Gremlins. Gremlins, but Gremlins Critters. Yeah, along those lines. Okay. But the Gremlins and the Critters were still a serious threat to society. Okay. You know, so, like, it definitely still has a little horror base there, but, you know, he comes out and says his little, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm a leprechaun. Did you see my little gold buckle and my little shoes? You know, like, whatever. The whole, like, obsession with the shining of the shoes, too, nobody really gets. I don't know if I got that either. I just, I, I don't know. I shrugged and moved on. <laughs> I, I gotta like, be honest. I'd never, ever heard. <laughs> now, I'm sure that it's based in something, but I never knew that leprechauns were supposed to be like cobblers and had a wicked shoe fetish. <laughs> the, 
in a way, there's act there, there. I think it's a little bit more to it than that. Um, but yeah, but in a way, there were like there, there's actually a lot of different theories about where leprechauns came from. Um, but uh, they never came from Irish folklore. <laughs> Get out seriously. I believe it, it was just folklore. Like there's nothing from Ireland. Okay. Uh, to my knowledge, of if you go back in like the history of it. There, there's nothing like Irish related from a leprechaun. Okay, oh, it, get, it, it, get in a way, crazy. yeah, they just they just appeared as like you know like more like like little I don't know about like not gremlins really, but just um, there's there's definitely a, d- a couple different ways uh, that they appeared. Um, and I, I think it was like an 1800 like a late 1800 story where somebody first referred to a leprechaun, and I'm pretty sure I don't think it was Irish at all. <laughs> That is hysterical. And now, being 100% Irish, I can I can say this. Sinners, it's true to form. The Irish borrow everything and never give it back. <laughs> I can't, I, it's, I can't it's, wait for all the hateful comments. It's, I, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's an Irish emblem now, but... All right, so before we get into the... Um, before we get into the summary of the movie, mm-hmm. and we start breaking it down, yeah. I will say uh, my favorite thing about the movie is Warwick Davis. Absolutely. Love his performance. He's having so much fun with it. Absolutely. Um, actually, you know what? I thought that I thought that the performances across the board, everyone knew what kind of movie they were in, and, and it shows, and they did have fun with it. I, I'm not so much in the lep- leprechaun camp because I do feel... Like it is a product of its time. If you were at a particular age, just like Shannon said, if you're at a particular age and you catch this movie at just the right time, it's very endearing and you have very fond memories of it. It's almost like, um, uh, it's funny that this movie and uh, Hocus Pocus came out the same year. Yeah, that's right. And as I was watching this, because I hadn't seen this movie in decades, so I watched it again this week, and the first thing that hit me was there's a sense of fun to this and a sense of like playfulness that reminded me a lot of the Sanderson sisters and Hocus Pocus, and you could see that like these movies taking place in the same world. Also, like the uh, the Disney stuff, like uh, or the Nickelodeon stuff. I'm not sure which one it is, like Halloween Town and and stuff like that. It just felt like a little bit lower budget and a little bit lower production values, but they it's an earnest attempt to capture something, right? And it was fun. It was definitely fun. I still think the movie's high garbage because it's not all that great. Well, <laughs> and like I said, they and who knows if it would have been greater if they stuck with the comedic aspect because once they were done, the studio was you know like the slashers were picking up and and yeah. they were like no 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 slashers and gore and, and horror is oh. what's big right now. So they made them go back. And, add, and do right? reshoots, yeah. You... Like the pogo stick was a reshoot. Um, the uh, the and uh, mainly the police officer in the woods. Like but you him, can tell like, that whole thing is inserted into into uh, the yes, movie. Yeah. So it, it so there's definitely some some snippets of the movie that feel out of place, and that's because it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's literally out of place. They were um, screaming. We'll fix it in post. Yes. <laughs> I'm just so. gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a quick breakdown because, because, like I said, being a product of its time, th- these are the horror films that were le- that were released in '93. So, Leprechaun as the 
unintentional launch of a franchise makes perfect sense in 93. Mm -hmm. You had Children of the Corn 2. Let's see, we got movies like Donald Man vs. Demonic Toys. Hocus Pocus, as I mentioned. But you've got Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday. Maniac Cop 3. Like, everything at this time. Puppet Master 4. Return of the Living Dead 3. Mm -hmm. Subspecies 2. Like, everything at this time is... um, is a continuation. It's In a, way, yeah. a sequel to a sequel to a sequel. And I think the running theme for these movies are they're like cheap and easy to make. Yeah. Relatively so. And yeah, and you can crank them out fast. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I think I think Leprechaun fell right into that, you know, that wheelhouse. And then what did we get? We got six of them? We, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure he went on, Warwick Davis went on to star in five more. Okay. And then there was, um, I, I guess it was a reboot. I'll, I haven't seen it yet, but there's another one. Is it the Origins one? The Origins, thank okay. you. Yes, that was, so that came out in um, 2014. And I was trying to look up because I definitely heard of another one coming out, which may happen either, if not this year, maybe next year. There's not a whole lot. Um, information out there just yet. Okay. But I did read it on uh, Bloody Disgusting that a reboot is happening. I mean, I, I don't see why not. I yeah. mean, it's right there. We we dip back into the franchises every couple of years. Yeah. I mean, maybe that, I don't know. It's a bit, a bit of a bummer now with the writer strike and the actor strike. Let, let's see what happens. But I'd love to see him try and, and no, that take another why, crack yeah. at this. I keep forgetting about you that. You know? All right, I'm gonna shut yeah. my yapper. Let's no, get no, into no. let's get into the summary. <laughs> the, so the, so the summary is pretty simple. So an evil, sadistic leprechaun goes on a killing rampage in search of his beloved pot of gold. That's pretty much it. <laughs> it's simple, you know. Like introduce a guy who, in the very beginning, uh, uh, steals his, uh, you know, gold. The leprechaun's all pissed off. He goes after him. And they, and then you ha- you get your first kill where he gets to the house, and you know he tells his wife, "Oh yeah, I got this pot of, I got this gold from a leprechaun," and you know, cause, and she seems to be like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, she's like, she, Man, that, yeah, that checks she's out." She's like, "Okay, cool, you know, like I guess you should probably hide it somewhere safe." But he shows up like almost immediately, <laughs> um, and he like pushes her down the stairs. So there you go, first kill. <laughs> And then um, the, the the guy, you know, comes home and, you know, realizes, oh, he's been caught, but he's able to stop him with a four-leaf clover. He holds him at bay, he gets him in a crate, and he locks him up and puts the singular <laughs> clover on top of the crate, and he's trapped there. That's... So interesting. Do, doesn't nail it down, <laughs> nor tape it down. <laughs> Just leaves it on top of the crate. Just leaves it on the crate. I gotta say, though, all right, the... Introduction of a four-leaf clover as mm. basically a crucifix for a vampire is my favorite damn thing about this movie. <laughs> How he's like, no, no, not the four-leaf clover. <laughs> I mean, the entire time I was watching this movie, I was like, was General Mills like, we're sending a cease and desist to this goddamn movie? Because it's literally the Lucky Charms guy. <laughs> Running around, uh, uh, literally, <laughs> and there, there's a funny story with that too, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, but because <laughs> there is a whole big thing with that. 
But um, so yeah, so he so he kills the the the, the wife. Fast forward, I don't know, even know twenty. No, I think ten years. Ten years. Yeah, ten yes. Years. Fast forward ten years. Now the house has been abandoned. A father and uh, I don't know if it's a single. I'm assuming it's a single father and his daughter. Daughter being uh twenty one or twenty two year old Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Tori goes in and they're from you know i'm assuming they're from los angeles california because she sounds that way yes you know but you know obviously it's a house in the middle of nowhere so she's disgruntled i think they said it was north dakota oh do they by way of barstow california it's absolutely (laughs) in the californian highlands oh lord almighty but but that's okay all right so we're in north dakota and she's pissed that she's gotta move there but then she sees a cute guy that's uh in charge of painting their house so you know, whatever. So she's just like, oh, I can handle this. But, um, you know, as they're moving in, moving stuff around, obviously another um, part of the painter crew uh, was a guy named Ozzy that's played by uh, Mark Halton. And he has his little friend, I believe that was Alex. Yes. Right? Robert High Gorman, yep. I believe, was him. So they have this, like, funny little duo. Um, and uh, Ozzy basically goes to move something and accidentally flicks off the four-leaf clover that's still intact after 10 years yeah i guess well a magical four-leaf clover by the way ozzy i'm watching the movie i'm like where the hell do i know ozzy from oh yeah uh the bad guy in peewee's big adventure big adventure yeah 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 yeah. i'm so happy (laughs) (laughs) so he knocks it over and then boom chaos ensues from there right The, the leprechaun goes after everybody um little by little it's Pretty much, yeah. Just chaos ensues from there. Yeah. They they do leave the house a little bit, I guess, to get a little bit of different scenery. Um, before this happens, I think is it before or after they find? I think it's right before this they find the gold, because that's all he wants. Literally, yeah. all he wants is one hundred pieces of gold. Ozzy chases the rain. Uh, after Ozzy tells the our, our gang um, that there was a leprechaun, and they're like, "All right, Ozzy." You know, there was no leprechaun. He sees the rainbow. He chases the rainbow, finds the pot of gold. Right. Eats a damn piece because he's doing the old, like, minor 49er, like, no, let me bite into this, make sure it's real. Because we have to uh, do that in 1993. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that Ozzy was a jeweler. And, um, of course, he swallows it. Which, from a screenwriting perspective, is fantastic. Because now we know that the leprechaun is after all the gold. Right. And one of them's in poor Ozzy's belly. So adds a little bit of of stakes to this. Some of the research that I did um, for uh, Leprechaun, which actually checks out, is that um, Mark Jones wanted to make this like almost like a Scooby Doo. Okay. So we really do have our gang in a way, yeah. Because they fuck off the father <laughs> in no time flat <laughs> with that little kitty cat thing. Yes. Um. So they get rid of the dad of the kitty cat thing. For those of you, uh, you know, who haven't seen the movie. The leprechaun mimics a cat. The father sticks his hand, as one would do, into a dark, <laughs> empty, uh, like, tree Tree trunk. Limb, tree trunk, <laughs> you know, to go rooting around and gets bit by the leprechaun. They take him to the hospital, and then that is the way to get rid of uh, the adult presence in the movie, because now we're left with Ozzy Alex. Um, oh, my gosh. What was uh, Jennifer Aniston's Tori, Tori and Nathan. and Nathan. That's right. So we've got our foursome, and now basically the entire plot of the movie is they've got to find the gold in order to get rid of the leprechaun, you know, uh, vanquish the leprechaun, and save the day. It is very much like a Scooby-Doo episode. In a way, yeah. Because that's it. Yeah. 
Except the the leprechaun was a, was was a real threat and not a guy. Sure, yeah, <laughs> wearing, there was, there was wearing no a mask. mask. There was no mask. Oh, can we talk about? Okay, so I already stated that I love Warwick Davis in this movie. I love Warwick Davis in general. Just shout out to Warwick Davis. Absolutely. Um, fell in love with him in Willow, and I don't know if you watched it, but they relaunched Willow on Disney Plus last year, and he was so fantastic. You love or hate the 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 series. He was so good in it, and it was just so great to see him in a starring role. So I've got a lot of lot of, uh, of love for Warwick, but let me tell you something. Those sons of bitches, putting him in those three-inch boots, and seeing him try and make it down the stairs in yeah. those damn things. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's dedication, but I was worried the whole time that he was going to break his leg. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had to walk a little bow-legged, I think, right, yeah, to make it, it was, work? It was, I mean, look, that's, that's a dedicated actor. Because he he made it work, but I just I felt the pain for him. Yes, absolutely, and his makeup was really good too. That was yeah. by uh, Gabriel. I might be saying this wrong, so I apologize. Bartalos, Bartalos. I think uh, Bartalos. Bartalos. Bart- Bartalos, Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel, if you're listening, and we screwed it up, sorry. Sorry, I'm really sorry. But you did great. <laughs> you did great. The, ma- the masks were fantastic. And he pretty much kept that image, I believe, throughout the entire series. Like, I've, yeah. Well, like I I've, I haven't seen every single sequel. Um. Per se, I've heard they get worse and worse. They do. I watched *Leprechaun in the Hood*, and it's just they're that's bad. like the, that's like the favorite one for some reason. They're, well, we get in uh, in the hood with a lot of the franchises, and then we get it in space with a lot of the franchises. *Leprechaun*, mm-hmm. no different. Okay, we got yeah, that's both. true. But uh, sorry, I'm I'm taking us off track. So no, that's we've okay. got. Ozzy swallows the gold piece. We we get rid of the dad. Now we're looking for the pot of gold. You'd mentioned we're inserting some some kills here because they did want to up the gore factor. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, the- yeah, I thought I, I I thought they were effective for what they had to work with. Well, the favorite one is actually the next kill, which is uh, the, the 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 pawn star. Oh yes, not porn star. No. <laughs> the porn, no, not star. I'm sorry. So I literally said that all wrong. Let's try it again. We're the, gonna fix it in post. <laughs> the pawn store owner. Yes. Because <laughs> um, Ozzy and um, oh my God, Alex. And, and Alex. Thank you. I was gonna say Mark, and I'm like, no, that's wrong. Al- Ozzy and Alex go and bring the the gold piece to uh, to the, the pawn store. <laughs> And just try to find how, how much it's worth. Uh, the guy agrees to, to keep it overnight to do a little bit more research, but he's like, "Oh, this is exciting. It seems legit." So obviously now he has a, a piece, <laughs> and so now he becomes a, a victim number two for. Um, he's gotta go for yeah, yep, gotta go. And this is the favorite one because this is the one you know he gets terrorized a little bit here and there, gets knocked down, and then all of a sudden there's like a, a, a pogo stick somewhere in the store and he just you know beep 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 and then uh, you know jumps right on his uh on his gut and chest and just pogos him to death basically because and it looks like it looks like it's like a big stabby tool yeah (laughs) yes like i don't know like was this pogo stick for plants like what was it or maybe either that maybe. or maybe like the the piece like the, the actual piece that's on a bottom of a pogo stick maybe was just ripped off man i, I mean I, it uh, could be any couple different ways are you gonna seriously make me go back and watch this movie now, <laughs> now i'm gonna have to find out is it like no garden tool all of sinners can <laughs> sinners you can go back and watch it it's definitely streaming somewhere <laughs> and you'd tell me it was like was it just a knife placed there or maybe like I said maybe just the rubber piece because enough force I think on anything 
fin like that will go through. Bouncing down, yes. Yeah. Bouncing down, especially like on a gut area, that mm-hmm. probably is a plausible plausible kill. Now we really do have. Assuming the, leprechauns are real. The le- <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say my my heritage demands it. (laughs) We need to know. This basically lays out the groundwork for all of the Leprechaun movies, though. It's an inventive kill followed uh, with many quips preceding it and then many quips (laughs) post-kill. And it's, you know, look, it is what it is. These are the kind of movies that you kind of have on um, if you're having a party. You have it on the background, you know. It's 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 just light, and you don't take it too seriously. And this movie certainly doesn't take it all that that seriously. Nope. So it just you know it it chugs along. At this point, am I right or am I wrong? At this point, the leprechaun also uh, gets hold of the go kart. The, yeah, and there's like a little like um like a almost like like a little mini um like yeah like a little mini car yeah. um you know almost like like a, ch- a child's car and this in a way and somehow he's going super fast I don't know like he shows like signs of having magical powers throughout the movie and again this is the part that's just like you don't know where what his limitations are yeah because there's times where it's just like oh well I feel like he easily could have got out of that situation if he just did what he did before but then he doesn't so it's like the why I mean you know again it, it's not meant for you to go too deep into I think because <laughs> the more people do the madder you get at this movie if I'm not mistaken oh yeah Jesus <laughs> please please don't die, 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 yeah die. in a way it's, it's actually it's not meant for you to pick it apart <laughs> But here we are picking it apart. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Damn it! I'm gonna have to rewatch this movie. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that the more gold the leprechaun has, the the stronger his powers are. You know, I actually, think that's it. That's actually pretty plausible. Uh, you know what? I'll go. Look, I'm like a broken clock. I'm right twice a day. You know what? That's uh, that's really good. That's actually, I'll I'll go with that one. I think I think he states it because when he's trying to uh, when Ozzy finds him. And he busts out of the uh, out of his crate, and then he wants oh, to kill Ozzy. He mentions that actually. My, you're lucky. My powers are weak. Yeah, yeah. I think it's related to the gold. Okay, so. that makes. Mm, got so, it. Okay. So at this point, we've we've killed the pawn. Oh, that's a hard one. Man. Right? See <laughs> the pawn. The 2003 <laughs> pawn shop owner. He is dead now, and now our uh, our leprechaun has his wheels, and he, he takes off, wheels, and, and he gets pulled over. Sure enough, he gets pulled over for speeding. Yep, <laughs> as one would do. You know. So this this is definitely another insert uh, here. So yes. this because I think it was just meant to be like, uh, you know, so the, the police officer goes up to him, uh, you know, starts his typical thing because it's normal to pull over a leprechaun. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Either, or he didn't believe him, right? If, or if they didn't insert this scene, though. This movie would have been about an hour and thirteen minutes long. Yeah, oh, that's true. I that's, mean, it's a it's a quick watch. That that is true. It, it really is. It, it, again, and that's probably another reason why I don't mind it because it's yeah, short to the point. It is. <laughs> for, it is. It's for the most part. Again, there's definitely some scenes where you're just like you know raises an eyebrow, but but this scene, so he um, you know he scratches his face and then you know like he does his little laugh and runs into the forest. And then terrorizes the police officer a bit more by appearing over there, appearing over here. He's like all of a sudden in the woods, and he's surrounded by it. Um, it's very playful in his kills. Very yes. playful, this leprechaun. Yes, he is. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden he just, like, um, 
basically just like sails down from the tree and just jumps on his shoulders and boom breaks his neck and then that's the end of the police officer so that's kill number three now this is the part that i know everybody else is kind of like what so fast forward a little bit more now they discover the uh which i don't think i ever said his name the original character in the beginning uh he's just known as o'grady Yes. So O'Grady is the one that took the, the gold in the first place, lost his wife immediately. O'Grady's the one that locked him in the crate. Um, so they, I don't even remember, a series of investigations, like who owned the house prior. They assumed it was this guy O'Grady. The who- craziest thing is Ozzy, who is like, everyone is like, oh, he's like the town dimwit. Ozzy's got all the facts. He's yeah. the one who's like, it's old man O'Grady. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they find out he's alive and at a nearby, uh, like, a, the nursing home. Yeah, like a nursing home. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so naturally, Tori just goes there. Yes. <laughs> just, just, to, just to see him. Hi, I know you don't know me, but... And then, and, <laughs> and then, um, you know, and then it turns out that O'Grady is already not in the room. And who is there? Bought the leprechaun, dressed as O'Grady, turns around, and then ensue a chase scene (laughs) with a wheelchair. So this was done, I think, like... Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. He was sped up, or like the 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 scene itself was slowed down to make him look faster. So obviously, so you know, you can tell like the speed is not right. My my research <laughs> said that Warwick Davis was having a he was having a lot of pain with his legs. Oh, okay. At, at that time, so they constructed the scene so he could be in a wheelchair. Okay. But Warwick also found the wheelchair really difficult to maneuver. Well, yeah, especially during a chase scene. Like, think how fast... Yeah. Like, and again, like, when, when when they deliver the final scene, like, how fast it goes. Like, it's effective, like, because now this guy's, like, chasing you really quickly. Right. Which is terrifying, but if you're just going down, you know, if you've ever tried to operate a wheelchair, it's actually... I don't know. I don't think it's that easy. So they had Jennifer Aniston run at half speed, and then Warwick manipulated the wheelchair okay. as best he could, and then they sped it up. Yeah. You know, camera tricks, everybody. <laughs> the magic of movies. <laughs> Gotta love it. So, so Tori runs away from the leprechaun, just makes it just in time into an elevator, as you do, because that has to be always timed correctly. And, you know, it's just never, it's never, you know, just not, you know, last minute. So she gets in the elevator, um, you know, has her moments of, of, you know, hiding out until she gets to whatever floor. I don't even know where she was going. But <laughs> then O'Grady, old man O'Grady, old man just, O'Grady. he just... <laughs> Pops through, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> just pops through the, the ceiling, 
so bloody and how'd he got there? He got leprechaun. What happened? How like but like all of a sudden like his weight just like just <laughs> broke through the elevator? The best thing. And he's just hanging in there upside down, like, oh you gotta you gotta kill him with a with a, with a four-leaf clear. Yeah. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> He's like, I've been waiting ten years. I've been waiting ten, ten years, years for someone to come by. For someone so to I... listen to me. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, I guess you... I don't know if it was meant to use your... You have to use your imagination to figure out how he got on top of the elevator. <laughs> I, I, I just... I just... Yeah. When I was watching, I was like, oh, leprechaun. Died. But how... Yeah, but the how he, he actually died, it, it, it's... I can only take, like, take it from Lost Boys. Death by elevator. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Nobody knows. He's bloody, sure. But that's another one we're gonna have to do the law. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, and, and then that's you know. So then oh, and so now fast forward. Um, after that, that's the fourth kill, and that's technically the fourth and final kill of the movie. Yeah. So what? That's what's interesting about it too. Short film. Only four kills in total, right? They so, get more plentiful as the series goes on, for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I could tell this was you know one foot in in, in, a, in a horror comedy and one foot in a horror horror, mm-hmm. and that they really you know you get a, like a fifty fifty. You do absolutely, it. absolutely. But it's again amazing what it spawned after that, despite everyone being very confused <laughs> and despite despite its flaws. So, now fast forward, uh, they, you know, she now knows how to kill the leprechaun, now that she has the four-leaf clover idea, she sees one patch of clovers, she can't find one, they're freaking out, going back and forth, and, um, you know, Ozzy tells her, you gotta believe! Again, another Lost Boys reference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we can't wait to do that one. Is Ozzy the main character of this movie? (laughs) (laughs) He's certainly the most interesting. Yeah, certainly the most. He absolutely is, absolutely, <laughs> and it's it's such a wholesome little um, friendship he has too with Mark, right? Because Mark Mark just wants to take the gold. Remember, he wants oh, to take yeah. the gold, and he wants to bring him to a hospital to get his brain fixed. I know. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so little, little very cute little innuendo there. But that's as far as that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Other than their fr- their clear friendship, that's as far as that goes. But, Spoiler alert: He doesn't get his brain fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he gets to keep the gold, technically. Yeah. <laughs> if you really think about it. So, um, at least I think so. Unless he flushes it down. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. So, uh, Tori finds the, the four-leaf clover, um, hands it to Mark somehow, I guess. And Mark is the, you know, Mark's a little kid. He has the... Alex. the Oh, why do I keep calling him Mark? Four-letter... That little kid didn't direct the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Sorry. Alex, my apologies. He had, you know, as a boy, has a slingshot, as every boy did because of The Simpsons, maybe? I don't know. Bart Simpson. It is very Bart Simpson. It's, yeah, so that that was. Wait, you know what we've established at this point? Uh huh. You can't kill the leprechaun. Right. We've, at this point, he has been bludgeoned, beaten, Mm -hmm. um, uh, shot, Mm -hmm. and you just can't kill a leprechaun. So it's very vampiric. Yeah, by the way, absolutely, and yeah, well, another type of lore character for sure. You know, it's got to be—he's a magical creature, so you've got to kill him in a more of a mystical, magical way. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, as far as the story, or as this story technically goes, I mean, I think it, it makes sense. That's—I think that was a fine way to write it out. I, yeah. I don't see—I I didn't have a problem with it. Made sense to me. 
So Alex gets the four-leaf clover, bundles it up, gets a little spitball action in it, does the, that you know, good. and has his has his moment where he goes, "Fuck you, Lucky Charms!" Lucky charms. <laughs> and shoots it right down the leprechaun's throat. Now, there's two things I want to talk about with this scene. Two things. So. One, I'm going to say, I'm going to go now backtrack, as we talked about, uh, you know, General Mills and the whole um, Lucky Charms cereal, which is delicious, by the way. It really is. So Haven't had it in a couple years, good. but I remember loving it as a kid. Haven't had it since Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Neither here nor there. So, um, that was just a little bit, uh, you know, the, I mean, it's possible that Fuck You, Lucky Charms was could have been written in there anyway, but it was definitely... Or at least everybody thinks, anyway, a, a quick, a, like a little, you know, middle finger to General Mills. Because <laughs> General Mills was supposed to feature Lucky Charms in this movie. Now, because there's a scene where the, you know, he's rummage, uh, the leprechaun is rummaging through the cabinets at some points. He comes across uh, a box of cereal, and it was called, like, Lucky Clover or something oh, like that. It was like, supposed to be Lucky Charms? It w- yeah, so, it w- you know, I mean, you look at the box, it's, it's clearly the, the same exact, you know, like, they, they made, they drew their own leprechaun with their own, but it was still the red box, and, you know, it re- definitely resembled the Lucky Charms cereal. Um, I, th- I think back in the day, I was just like, oh, they probably just couldn't use it, copyrights or whatever, yeah. which, which is true. Um, but they absolutely were supposed to have it. But once General Mills learned the nature of the movie and how it was going to be presented, because he eats the cereal and he spits it out. Like, True. like yeah. disgusting, you know? Like, because it's a leprechaun. Like, he's not a human. Kids love it. We love it. It, 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 it you know, so whatever. General Mills kind of missed the ball a little bit on that one. So they, um, they, first, they first agreed to that, and then they retracted that idea. I heard there was a lot of retractions from a lot of product placement for this film. Oh. People were like, yeah, 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 we're into it. And then they kind of found out what the movie was about, and they were like, not a friggin' chance. <laughs> I, I don't think I heard about it any more than the General Mills one, but... Uh, but I, but I knew that was obviously the main one. So you know them again with the line at the end of the movie. I think was just a quick little like middle finger to it. Um, I don't know if General Mills um, regrets this decision. Yeah, I think they, <laughs> I, they're okay. I, I think they're, I think they're doing just fine. Um, but I mean, who knows? General Mills is like lepra who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leprosy? No, no, thank you. <laughs> Um, but just before, before I'm sorry, we go, we go to you. Just another thing too that I, I found a little interesting. Sorry, I said where the hydration, hydration, everybody. So the so now like after he gets uh, you know hit with the um, the four leaf clover, it goes down his throat. He starts you know like lighting up in weird ways, whatever. But then he gets that scene. If you remember, you remember him like starting to melt. Yeah, like it. And, and, you know, and he starts talking in the uh, like practical effects. It was Doesn't really that good. remind you of Spike's death in Gremlins? Yes. Not only does it remind me of Spike's death in Gremlins, it actually, I mean, just like the, the vocal, but the melting, mm-hmm. everything kind of looks similar. Yeah, very, very Never, similar. I didn't even put so, that together. To me, now, I don't know if that was really on purpose, because, again, that was it, when Warwick Davis got the part, again, like I said in the beginning, he... Um, you know, we wanted to kind of go in that direction a little bit more. Yeah. Um, because it worked. Gremlins is a fantastic movie. We will cover that too. Oh. Okay. <laughs> One and two. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Oh, we can't not talk about two. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. 
Um, but it, to me, it definitely, uh, when I rewatched this film recently, I was like, oh, that's a little ode. Maybe that's a little ode to Spike's death in, in Gremlins. It's, Could be. So, because it, 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 it looks so, so similar. Um, and I also thought, too, like a little nod, maybe, again, because they, when they went back in for the reshoots, let's, let's gear towards more horror movies. Do you remember, like, the, um, when Tori answers the phone, and, like, his little hand reaches through the phone? Yeah. That, like, that reminded me of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that was very Nightmare on Elm Yeah, you know, I loved like, it. yeah, a- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, just wanted to say that, so, before. So uh, that... I mean, that's it. We vanquished the leprechaun. I mean, there, I, I like the scene where, where his, like, skeleton-ish kind of comes out of the well, you know, and then uh, Nathan comes and kicks him back down in the well. And then you kind of have the um, the voice, uh, the, the voiceover at the end, like, I'm always going to look for my goal, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so you... you so they, he's still not dead. Yeah, it's they it's, set it know. up very much yeah. uh, for a sequel. Uh, and boy, oh boy, sequels they would get, you yeah, know? Yeah, like I said, it went on to do a lot more. And um, here's and now here's the thing. So it, it actually did pretty well. So the, but this was Trimark Pictures' first film that they made and produced. Okay. The very first one, um, which uh, which obviously they I think they've gone bankrupt within the past couple of years, right? Now yeah. They're, they're um, what? what are they now? They're. Uh, I think they got bought by Lionsgate, didn't they? Lionsate, thank yep. you, thank you. I'm like it's something with the Neville. It's not Leprechaun, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and I'm like it's there, but. Um, but apparently, it made nine million dollars in the box office. And it costs less than a million to make. The yeah, exactly. So it definitely got um, afterwards, despite like the bad reviews, and even afterwards, because especially with uh, Friends came out and Jennifer oh, Aniston boy. got her big uh, break. Everyone goes, wait, she was in like this horror movie. So then they re-released the uh, well, well, I'm sorry, not re-released when they released the um like the vhs the 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 dvds at home to watch um you know part of the movie they changed the poster yeah so you remember so now like when you look at it a lot of times it's like a a, for some reason the green image of (laughs) jennifer aniston when (laughs) and it's clearly from friends yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it doesn't look like her in the movie at all but uh, the Rachel. Yeah, she still has like that haircut or whatever. But like looking to the side, like oh, you know. <laughs> and then the Leprechaun original uh, with it was just like a, a which I really loved this poster. It's just completely dark, a sliver of light, like a doorway opening, and the Leprechaun poking in, like waving. It's a good poster. They shrinky dinked it down and just put it yeah. to the side, yeah, like, and oh, then yeah. that's the released footage. So. Because of Jennifer Aniston uh, being in it, I think they made another fifteen million dollars in VHS oh sales. Oh Isn't that crazy? I mean, so that was smart. That so was smart I mean, the, num- the numbers though, it makes sense. So like, yeah. let's make another one. And yeah. you know, and Warwick Davis had so much fun with it. He he still he still goes to conventions, and he will absolutely do like voiceovers for uh, when he does like a little panel. Um, you gotta love this guy. Yeah, really? exactly. So he he you know he he's just a, a person who just says you know he doesn't forget where he came from which is always admirable and he just had fun with it like just despite whatever you think of any of these movies especially the original one you gotta gotta respect it absolutely Uh, one of my favorite things uh to do is to whatever actor you really admire go back and uh, take a look at their earlier work i'm telling you nine times out of ten they're in a uh, low-budget horror film. Mm-hmm. You know? Usually, yeah. And, and, and for the most part, they they tend to be uh, nostalgic about it and and 
know they you know they they know what it was at the time, but they also appreciate what it did for their careers. I mean, it was work. It was work when they yeah. couldn't get work. Jennifer Aniston feels the same way. There certainly were times where I, I'm sure that she didn't really want to talk about Leprechaun. Yeah. But it, at this point in time, she has a fondness for it, and I, I find that pretty endearing. I like that. So I've actually heard otherwise. Uh-oh. I know, oh, right? snap. Scandal. <gasps> so I don't know how long ago it was, but, I, and, and I, I'm sorry, I wish I, because I it was like a quick snippet, and I laughed and then moved on. <laughs> but as I'm like watching, um, you know, Warwick Davis and like certain interviews with him or whatever, I found, so he was like on a British um, game show, and I don't remember the name of the game show, I'm sorry. But uh, it looked like it was like a, you know, just celebrity, almost like a family feud in a way, kind of esque looking type of situation. So they had, you know, and the host mentions we have Warwick Davis. And he's just like, as he, we, and he mentions we know him from Leprechaun. And he's just like, you know, what do you like? What do you guys think? You know, like, and you worked with Jennifer Aniston on that film. You know, like, are you guys still friends? Are you still, you know, like, are you, you know, whatever. Well, like, what was going on? And Warwick Davis actually made a point to say on that show that. That she doesn't, like, he's like, she pretends like it doesn't exist. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. But I never heard, I, I mean, I never heard that from either or. Like, like that's the only spot I ever heard that. Right. And I never heard her really talk about it. But I don't, I don't, I also don't know too much about Jennifer Aniston personally. So, to be fair, that, you know, it, it could be either, it could be either one. She definitely got a career, amazing career since then. And that's fine. Uh, there's actually a lot of movies that she's in over the years that I do enjoy. So, you know, it's not hating on her at all. But Sounds like I might have read some publicist bullshit. Right? <laughs> but, but, so, but to poke fun at that when they were like, oh my gosh, like she doesn't, you know, like recognize Leprechaun. So, they, so they're like, well, we're, we're just going to have a little fun right now. So they show the scene in this, in this, in this clip. Of the scene where the chase scene of with him on the oh um, no so and then they put the friends theme song over oh, it Jesus, <laughs> it's a completely it. different I scene when you hear I'll have it to look this up. it's hilarious <laughs> I'm sure you can find like Warwick Davis game show. <laughs> British game show or something along those lines like it's because like I said it was like one of those like it was like a loop like when you're watching like you're on a YouTube loop you know one bleeds into another and I just like oh what's this about and I just press play and then I I had a good laugh and again it's it's a quick like two minute clip of this game show so but again whether that's plausible or not I mean who knows when was the last time Warwick Davis spoke to Jennifer Aniston I I, you know I I have no idea but but yeah but apparently there's there's both out there um, whether or not I have I've never heard her talk about it, but right. you know anyway. what I, you know what I want to talk about for just a second. Sure, because Leprechaun being what Leprechaun is, you know it's 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 kind of light fair. It's fun, it's light, you know, but you can't really dive too deep into it. But what I did want to talk about, being that it's thirty years old, we talked about what the horror industry was like in '93. Right. So we had a lot of sequelitis. Um, you know, we were getting getting to parts three, fours, and fives in a lot of our major franchises. There wasn't a lot of original content coming out. You know, Sinners, this is the bell we're going to ring endlessly on this podcast. Of, of course, what was a landmark uh, horror movie in 93 was Guillermo del Toro's Kronos. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for, for something original and a new take on the vampire uh, myth definitely seek out Kronos. It is fantastic. But so we've got that. You had the Dark Half. Uh, George Romero directed uh, Stephen King's The Dark Half that year with Timothy Hutton. I don't know if you ever saw it. 
it's um I like the book very much. It's not it's an okay adaptation, but from pretty a pretty weak year for horror, that's one of the standouts. So that kind of illustrates where we were at in 93. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So take where we're at in 93, not a lot of original content, not a lot of original voices at that moment. Now go 30 years later. It's interesting to point out that our our low budget horror in 2003 is so it, it's light years ahead of where we were in 93 as far as the ability for um you know fast cheap interesting movies to be made usually they're on streaming you know but some are getting theatrical releases you know a24 comes to mind with a lot of the stuff that they put out in their in their horror vein you know stuff like uh you know hereditary from a a couple of years ago um we're just about to get talk to me is coming out uh an australian oh my god i'm like i'm I'm vibrating i'm I'm so excited absolutely um we just had cobweb uh was released on friday we had the boogeyman from rob savage of host fame and dash cam um you know so it's just i'm sure there weren't a lack of of uh screenwriters and directors in 93 it's just i don't think that the industry was willing to give them any sort of capital to put their vision on screen right they just plugged them into hey look you know we got this existing ip would you like to make subspecies five or would you like to make you know uh you know cycle four and they probably were happy to get the work and have a crack at it but where we are now with horror 30 years down the road I think is so much more interesting very much so it, we're at a, a, a moment I hope it lasts I hope it lasts a long time where there are original voices that are being given the money to make their movies they're given you know the leeway they're not there doesn't seem to be a lot of studio interference and we're getting a lot of really great content, and I'm very, very excited about it. So I just wanted to point out where we were 30 years ago to where we are today. Um, again, from an international perspective, I don't think you... I, you really can't argue that there's incredible, incredible films being uh, released overseas, which we're very lucky to be able to uh, see at festivals or you For know sure. the multiple scr- uh, streamers that we have. Um, so I don't, you know, I just wanted to point out we're really, really lucky at this point in time because uh, we're kind of, you know, we're we're getting a plethora, if you will, of <laughs> content, endless. and a lot of it's good. It's endless, yeah, it really is, you and know? it's and, it, and it's like there's something for everyone, right? You know, like you can have like the ones a little more darker and scarier, or have like depth to it, yeah, and will like get into your soul. And then there's ones that just kind of like do, stay on the surface, where it's fun movies like this one, like just like Leprechaun to me. I think they just went in to have fun with it, yeah, and for the most part they did. Again, is it a perfect movie? No, of course not, but you can't ignore the success that it brought. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a Blumhouse model. Yeah. It's a prototype Blumhouse model, which was actually, you know, I mean, that was the model for so many horror movies back in the early 90s. Make them cheap, make them fast, get them on... I mean, the benefit that these movies had was these were all released theatrically. You know, um, we were just at the beginning. I think 94, 95, Mm -hmm. you started to see... um, uh, direct-to-video releases. 
A lot of them, yeah. But these movies, you know, 93 and pre-93, they got theatrical releases. Mm -hmm. So if you're a filmmaker who really hasn't done anything, or, or a, a screenwriter, and you get released on 600, 700 screens, I mean, that's incredible. That's Absolutely. a real... That's that's an accomplishment in itself. I yeah. mean, that's you know that's the whole point of making the movie, no matter how big or small. All of these movies, though, that we're talking about, the success of them, uh, you know, they caught a moment in time. Uh, Leprechaun definitely caught its moment in time and and had its run, and I think the run still might continue today. That's what get... I mean. It's still going on. It's right? it's still it still has its stamp in the horror industry, and that's that's impressive. You can't deny that. I think a lot can be said for movies that call back to a time when we're younger mm -hmm. and we kind of painted in that nostalgic glow, whether they're good or bad. We kind of, we painted that, that nostalgic glow and we have fun with it and it's, it, it's, it, it's like comforting. You yeah, know? exactly. It's for us. Absolutely. So I, <laughs> It's our own little bowl of lucky charms, if you will. <laughs> so, Leprechaun, even though I think you are a horrible piece of garbage, <laughs> I do love you. You have a place in our heart. Uh, you've set the Irish cause back millennia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Please, uh, sinners out there, if at all possible, make more fun of the Irish. We deserve it. Please. Uh, but, but I think... I, 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 we celebrate Leprechaun's 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Leprechaun. And uh, looking forward to, to many happy returns. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I've seen worse. Do we, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> so, so we've definitely seen worse. Absolutely. I, I've seen worse this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no. But, but you, <laughs> Leprechaun, uh, we, we take our, a real little hat off to you. <laughs> now let's talk about what we're going to get into next week, sinners. So <gasps> next week we're going to be doing uh, Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> definitely, definitely in my top five. I'm I I love this movie. Easily. I'm really really excited about this one. In my top five, we're gonna break it down. Um, we'll we'll discuss. You know, we'll we'll touch on the sequels, but we're really gonna do a deep dive into Return of the Living Dead and its lasting effect. Uh, not only uh, as a horror movie in that genre, but also in the zombie canon. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So I hope you guys are looking forward to it. Until then, you know, eat your lucky charms. <laughs> Look for your four-leaf clover. And watch out for those that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> you might piss off a leprechaun. <laughs> Shannon, anything you want to add before we wrap it up? No, I think that was it. All right. All right, everybody. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week, sinners. Take care. That's a cut. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.